Welcome to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Our purpose is to have fun talking about small business stuff. Along the way, we'll give you knowledge and tools to succeed with your small business, whether or not you're starting from scratch or you're established. I'm here on this wonderful Monday afternoon. Actually, it's just a couple minutes afternoon. And uh, my name's Jack Mancini, and I'm here with my partner, business partner, Adam Sunhalder. How are you doing, Jack? I'm good. How are you today? Fantastic. You know, we're, we're, we always have fun with everything that we do, whether it's talking about business stuff or something else. And some days you get a little, we get a little goofier than others, but that's okay, too. you got to laugh every day. If you don't laugh every day, you're having some, some issues. And so if you can't find something to laugh about in your business, that's part of what we do, too. There are a lot, a lot of times we're sitting with our clients and just, well, it's kind of scratch our heads, and we, you know, you have to laugh or cry about certain things, and we usually prefer to. to we haven't to, cried yet. To, to laugh. That's, that's a good thing. I like. We're that. working on that. We're gonna get get it going. We'll be putting putting the the box of tissues somewhere else, right? <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So yeah. So so we're here for uh, Dirty Secrets of Small Business, and as Jack said, we're here to talk about small business stuff, and we define small businesses as anywhere from one to twenty five employees. Uh, Jack and I have been together for going on 15 years now, and boy, it's a long time, Adam, isn't it? Absolutely, feels seems like, like only yesterday. Seems like only maybe 15 days, you know. Just depends on the depends on the week, I guess, right? That's right. <laughs> but uh, we've been helping helping the owners of those small companies for 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 going on 15 years now. Have a lot of fun with it, and uh, part of the fun that we have day to day is our clients are in all different kinds of industries, and so we learn all kinds of things every day about different different kinds of industries, but. The business side of stuff that we teach them is pretty consistent, no matter what kind of company you run. And we have a lot of fun teaching them that the business side of stuff while they're experts at what they do from the product or service standpoint. And so we like to say we help our help owners get unstuck from a state of how, H O W, the how questions. And if you're going about your day to day, you have lots of those kind of how questions, which we like to focus on here as part of our Dirty Secrets show. They do, you know, the how questions really. Uh they're they're endless, and you know we if people keep track of them unscientifically, there has to be probably twenty, fifty a day. It could go that many. How do I do stuff? How do I do things to run my business? All the various things that come up in our business. So, hey, I got a question for you, Adam. How do I know if and when I should overhaul my business? Hmm. When should question. I do that? When does it? When does having a having trouble with your business convert into what we would call a turnaround? Let me let me let me take one quick sidestep before I answer your question, Jack, and let people know if they have an answer to that question or their own hot question, how they can get a hold of us here when we're in the studio. Since we're here every every Monday from noon to one, we're live here in the studio. You can get us at four four zero nine four six nine four six eight. Again, four four zero nine four six w i n t you're always welcome to, to be part of the show and to be able to share those those questions with us so how do you know when to overhaul it's it's one of those things that i think folks on the outside jack will assume that hey if somebody's been around for 10 15 20 30 years they got it all figured out and if they take any time to kind of peel back the the layers so to speak what they'll recognize is it's very rare that any company that's been around for 10 15 20 years <coughs> that the business that they intended to start day one is anything like it is today. That during the course of that evolution, there's, there's been an evolution, that there have been opportunities that they've also taken different paths to where they, so, so 
my point is it's, it's rare that you're going to find a company that's been around for a while that hasn't evolved or changed, whether it be a total redo on purpose or just by, by seizing opportunities. Sure. Markets change. Uh, people, personnel change. They're the circumstances of living life changes things. And Absolutely. I so. think the, but the, the, the number one thing I think for me would be is if it's too hard to make money at it. If all of a sudden you're having to work your butt off and it's not much fun anymore, all of a sudden you're either losing money or not making much money at all, you got to start asking your question. you got to start asking yourself the question, why am I doing this? Why am I putting in all this work and effort, dealing with all the headaches with people and everything else that, that kind of goes with it to make very little to no money? Well, you know, many of our clients, when we first meet them, they don't know if they're making money or not. So they have issues in that regard. Oh, hold on. They don't know. They don't know because they don't really focus on their financials. Well, hold on. So they won't know in our terms, Jack. Right? That's if we their, ask them about their, that, their terms too. If we ask them about that six-letter word, profit. <laughs> right? Because we'll ask them. We'll say, you know, we'll ask them very simply. Well, you know, are you making money? And they usually they'll they'll quickly without thinking about it, go yes. I know I'm making money. And we'll say okay. Are you profitable? And that's when they'll often give us that kind of forward brow look, right? So we'll say, okay, well, you said you said you were making money. How do you know you're making money? And what are, you know, what are usually, I said there's probably two, top two answers are probably almost kind of tied with that as far as how, do you, how they know that they're making money, Jack. What do they usually say to us? Well, they're, they have cash in their checkbook, yep, right? Yeah, they have or cash in the CPA bank, I have money in the bank, or... Or their CPA told them. Well, tied in with that is I'm, I'm paying taxes. That's usually what it is, right? Yeah. I come back to the CPA. I had to pay some taxes last year. So how, if you don't have financials, how do you know when to overhaul your company? The outside world lets you know because you run out of money. You, you, you run out of frustration. You divorce your spouse. You have all kinds of <laughs> issues that happen that... <laughs> Are all negative and hey, I didn't sign up for this to uh, lose money, lose my my spouse, lose so much. Basically, not all, I mean, not that's the a, extreme. But just a quick caveat: not, not all not all divorced spouses from businesses come because they're they're in trouble. <laughs> There's other things going I on. I don't know. There's <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll bet you that's the seed for for, for a lot of it. Based sure on our is. experience, uh, I'd, I'd venture to say 75 percent. It's a big deal. So what do you do? You close up your company. This is the extreme, of course. You close up your company and go get a job. Sure. My God, that's a fate worse than death, Adam. It's terrible to think that <laughs> you've been running your business, hey, and and now you have to give it up and go get a job. That's well, usually when the tears start to flow, Jack. Going that's back to right, the, the tears part. That's right. Which we haven't. We that's you are absolutely. So that's a great. Right. That's a great. Uh, what we like to refer to as a headbutt to somebody, right? Headbutt two by four upside the head. And we'll last night. Well, again, why are you doing this? What, you know, what if you just shut it down? And they'll hear that, and they, they have to now defend why not to shut it down. Make a case for us as far as why you got to keep doing what you're doing. And you know they often can't. That's what we have found. So to shut a business down versus redeploying it, when do you make that choice? Again, if you don't have financial statements to guide you, if you don't know if you have a profit or not, I mean really understand it, if you don't understand where your cash flow is coming from, what in the world are you running a business for? So, you know, how do you basically know when to overhaul it? Yeah, the, the, the quick and easy answer is if there is no profit, no cash. But you got to know this right away. You can't wait till the end of the year. You can't wait until uh, the outside world is pressing you. Well, you don't need to wait till the end of the year. You know if you're not making money. How would you know? Let's see. you got vendors pressing you. You aren't paying people. Uh, maybe you, you bounce payroll. 
All of a sudden, your payroll company is covering for your paying fees. Also, yeah, there are some very good signs. Well, you run out of quickly. money. You yeah. run out of money. You yeah. don't want to keep writing checks into the company. So when do you know when to overhaul? When do you know it? When When's the first time you know it, Adam? Is there a first time? <laughs> I think it's probably different for most companies. I think the the, the financial parts to me is is it would be the first would be the first step of it. That's the first and the biggest step. And if you if you aren't making money, you have a problem. You're a, a suspect for overhaul. What's nice, you know, I, I bought some turnaround companies, companies that were in deep trouble. And it's very easy to come in as an outsider and see the problems and having a financial background to be able to see that the company isn't making money is a huge advantage, obviously. It's a big advantage. And and to be able to, to see a company like that very objectively, see the issues, and quickly come up with a, a decision that, hey, this company needs an overhaul. Are we in the right industry? Is it you, the manager, the owner, who is, who is making the obvious calls that are putting this company in jeopardy, or is it something else? Are you in an industry that, that is starting to collapse and the competition is starting to squeeze you in a big way? But in any event, the decision that, hey, I don't, I'm not making profits and I have cash flow issues because of that, that's when you know you have to overhaul your company. Well, is it ever, is it ever too late to, to, to do the overhaul? Never too late. Never. Never. Oh, those are always good words to use. Never and always are always good words. There's always, if we're talking about a company that's established, they're serving a market one way or another, and somewhere along the line they made a turn that they shouldn't have, and the company is now losing money. And you could say it's competitive, using these crazy terms like it's the economy. What a bunch of nonsense. Well, we love that excuse, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hey, I'm not, I'm not running my company the way I should. And because of that, it's in trouble. And I could have seen that if I were running the company the way I should, probably months ago, maybe years ago. You could start to see industry starting to, to head south. You're, you're dealing in products that are extremely competitive. They weren't competitive maybe when you started, but they are now. And if you're running the company by your numbers, you're going to see this stuff. That's how you do it. That's when so you, you need start to, have good, to so do you need it. to have good numbers, right. And we're numbers-oriented guys, as, as I think most people who know us know, and that's one of the things we teach all of our clients is how to, first of all, get good numbers, because most of them don't have good numbers available. And then once they get the good numbers available, how to interpret and see that stuff. That's right. That's right. And as coaches, uh, again, we've helped companies uh, personally, and, and through our coaching, we've, we've uh, turned around and, and aided companies to avoid the cliff of, overhaul as well or maybe help them out to understand their overhaul that's needed and make their necessary changes right so yeah in the meantime if they don't have good numbers or if they aren't numbers oriented i think a couple things we touched on in terms of again if they've got money in the bank as they often look at if there's no money in the bank or if all of a sudden you're missing payments late payments are happening you're 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 (coughs) missing payroll there's certain signs that are coming up and saying hey something's going on here that we got to pay attention to it isn't just one-off stuff and you got to make sure that you're very aware of that. It's rarely one thing that happens. It's accumulation of over time of things that are kind of happen to make sure to say, hey, things aren't coming back the way they used to be, or you know, things have changed. Whether it be, you know, the industry or something's going on that it's something different that you have to now react to versus just kind of being fat, dumb, and happy and letting things kind of just keep on going because that's not gonna not gonna change. It's part of your part of your your job as a leader and the owner. 
Well, planning. Planning's the key, isn't it? You, you have to plan your way out. You have to have some semblance of plan. And that's what we teach. It's vital. So the financials are vital, and the planning is vital to keep yourself from falling off that cliff of right, overall. So, so we got to talk about plans here. We'll do that when we come back here from the break. So stay tuned. We'll keep digging into how do you know if you got to overhaul your business or not. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini, and we're Maximum Value Partners. We are coaches, business coaches, and we deal with companies that are small, defined as 1 to 25 employees, regardless of the industry. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at WINTradio.com. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners, MVP, Most Valuable Player. We're business coaches, and we help owners of small companies. That's 1 to 25 employees. We help those owners get unstuck from a state of how. You have lots of how questions during the day. We know you do because we've met hundreds of small business owners, and they are often perplexed with finding answers to those how questions. Thousands, Jack. We've met thousands of them. We've coached hundreds of them here in the last 15 years. We've met thousands of them because we don't, we don't coach everybody. Oh, yeah. We don't coach everybody because they aren't all coachable. We don't, and a lot of times we meet them, we're just meeting them. Well, that's true. Right? I would say, yeah, yeah. But we know them when, when we see them. It's pretty, it's pretty easy. All right, so uh, before we jump back <laughs> well, to our topic. There's 25 million of them, right? Yes, sir. Somewhere all over. around the country, you're bound, 25 You're bound to bump, to bump into them from day to day whether you want to or not. <laughs> that's right. So <laughs> if you have a how question of your own you want to kind of discuss, uh, we're here live in the studio every Monday from noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, and the number here in the studio is 440 Nine four six nine four six eight again four four zero nine four six W I N T. Uh, the question Jack brought up here, or how question uh, to start today's show was, how do you know when it's time to overhaul your business? That's the right way to put it, Jack. That's exactly right. right. So, I'll bet you we have several several small business owners out in the listening audience right now who are pondering that question. Call us. You know, let's let's uh, use your question as an example. We can dissect it and figure out how to get you on track because we've done that I gonna, I'm going to guess hundreds of times even though we've met thousands of business right. owners yeah well it's hard, it's a hard thing to do to, to, to go overhaul something by yourself and we say that based on experience you know, Jack gave you a little bit of a background and a handful of companies he went in personally uh, bought fixed up and sold and he went in as an outsider and so he wasn't the person who got the company in trouble he was the one that came in to fix it get it get it you know, righted and going in the right direction Early on in our in our uh, in the life of Maximum Value Partners as coaches, we had a, probably more what I'll call deep turnaround situations, given Jack's background. And one of the things that Jack and I discovered was usually the reason why the company was there is because the owner was either a making poor decisions or b not making decisions, which in and of itself is is making decisions. They they would kind of delay on things, and so we could see pretty quickly what needed to get done. The challenge we were having was the owners. The owners themselves. They weren't coachable. Them. Yeah, That's they weren't right. coachable. So we, we, we've had a few successes over the years where we've, we've helped some of these more what I'll call deeper turnarounds, folks that were in financial troubles, where, again, if it kept going the way they were going, they would have been out of business. And one of the keys to that for us has been it's usually been the next owner coming in. 
whether it be a, a kid taking over or, or the new the, the new owner coming from the outside, and we've been able to, to work with them. We've had difficulty, and so you know, to the folks Jack was trying to talk to here, if you're listening, chances are if, if the company's in trouble, it's probably you you're that are a big problem. That's a big part of the issue. So the question we have for you is: Do you want to change and make some changes to get things better, or do you keep one of you know, just be like an old steel guy, as we often talk about. Keep doing the same <laughs> things over and over. Be all gruff Every and curmudgeonly. No one's talking about it, right? <laughs> you know, stop and think of this. Stop and think of this. We could, whoever's listening out there, you and I could start a business today. We could. Very easily. Yeah. We could start it. And what we could we do, easily, Jack? Adam, we could easily lose money. There's no challenge to what losing money. What are we going to do? What kind of company should we start, Jack? Any company. Come makes on. no difference. Makes no difference. A cup, a cup manufacturing company makes no difference. We could do, and I'm looking at your cup of coffee over there. That's why. I'm that's tea. I don't drink coffee. Oh, you know that. That's right. It says coffee on there. That's all right. There. They're it's false advertising, Jack. You got to be careful <laughs> of that. It's dangerous these but days. But there's no challenge to losing money. Anybody can do that. The challenge is it's like spending making money. Making money. Spending money is easy to do, isn't it, Jack? Yeah, it is if you have it. That's right. Very. <laughs> Even easy. if you don't have it, it's easy. <laughs> well, to sp- that's true. It's easy too. to spend. That's where credit card bills come from. So you you look at that as the challenge, and and uh, I have to overhaul my company if I'm losing money, or I can keep money putting money in until I run out of money. So either way, the challenge of 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 moving your company in a whole different direction. It should fall on the shoulders of the owner, but the owner, as Adam said, is the one who got the company in this position in the first place, and we can't necessarily coach those people. So most folks stick with a business, and I'll, I'll call it a business in terms of their product or service because that's what they know. Hey, I know how to do landscaping, so I'm sticking with landscaping. Hey, I know, I know how to fix cars, so I'm going to stay with fixing cars. But if... Whatever their model was when they started was probably working because they were making some money early on. Or else they wouldn't have left employment somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But it's changed. It's changed over the last 5, 10, 15 years to where now it's a different market. So are you, are you going to change with it or you keep doing what you're doing? It depends what your horizon is. If, oh, I'm, yeah. if I'm looking out a couple of years, I can probably muscle my way through it and make enough to kind of get by. Or I'll, again, I'll, I'll go into more... Uh, uh, conservation mode, just again, I'll, I'll spend very little and make sure I kind of grab whatever profit I can. But so if you're looking to, to, to grow or to help, you know, you know, to have the business go beyond you, you got to reinvent it a little bit. Well, the owner, the owner of a business who, who is losing money is, is finding it, if he or she may not admit it, but it's a terrifying prospect to have to change. If all of a sudden it's all I know, I've been running this company for 10 years, and now I have to change direction. If I don't have good financial data, if I don't have planning, if I don't have good coaches, if I don't have good counseling, I'm going to run this company until I don't have any more money. And somebody's telling me along the way I have to change. I have to change direction. I don't know how to change direction. All I know is how to make coffee cups and... and uh, well, How am I going to do that? Well, you talked about going to break here, our, our prior break. You mentioned about the idea of planning. Big. So I think most people aren't sure big. how to plan, and because again, uh, most most owners, again, this is one of those dirty secrets, folks. will keep hitting hitting you with it until you until t- you get it. Most owners don't understand their numbers. If you ask an owner, again, if you ask ten business owners if they're if they're if they're if they understand or they they operate by the numbers, 
You'll be lucky if one in ten tells you that, that they are. And if there'll you be, don't, more if you tell don't you. have that, how in the world do you run a company successfully? It's pure luck yeah. otherwise. Now, there might be a handful that tell you that, that, that they are, but when you, you know, when you push them a little bit, you'll realize that, 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 they're, that they're not. Okay, And so planning comes down to that. So the idea is to plan to make money. Now, we just got an email, what was that, last Wednesday, Thursday? I don't know what it was. We, we had a client of ours that spent a good chunk of the fourth quarter planning out, uh, fourth quarter of last year, planning out this year. Okay, to be able to forecast sales, profits for you know by month for this year, and the owner sent an email, kind of joking, say, "Hey, how do we do this? You know, we, we're almost dollar for dollar in terms of our forecast of where we're actually hitting for the first quarter of this year, right?" <laughs> and Jack, being his inspirational self, said, "What?" I told him that uh, uh, good, good job, good luck, and okay, how are we doing on the second quarter? Rookie mistake. Rookie folks. mistake. That's that's the phrase I was looking for. I've been Jack. through that. I've been through that <laughs> thousands of times. The so, quarter isn't even over yet, and they're celebrating. It's right. okay because they, they're 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 doing good. But we've been complimenting them five six times already, and uh, we, we don't even have the finished <laughs> so, quarter. So, so Jack and I usually take a different approach to stuff. He'll use the, the stick and whack him in the back of the head with it. And I'm usually kind of giving them a massage in the back of the neck to kind of keep him keep. So them everybody's going. celebrating, so, and, and all of a sudden <laughs> they'll, they'll start off the second quarter in the hole. Hey, right. what happened? I don't know. So well, you got to finish. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the Jack's point is one of our clients often likes to say they don't hand out gold medals for the for the 90 meter dash. You got to go all 100 meters, right? You got to finish the race, and so you got to finish the quarter. You got to finish the year. But it's a, it's an important thing to to realize, and you know, my my feedback to them was, hey, we spent a lot of time planning it out for one, but two is we spent yeah. a heck of a lot of time and, and, and effort executing and measuring that plan every every week to every be able week. to be able, be able to measure it and see how we're doing and to be able to make adjustments along the way. So it wasn't by accident, and we have you know we have a client, one of our first clients, did it by accident for a lot, and we can probably share that story when we come back here from break, Jack, where they 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 they, they kept doing it by accident. I think it's where most people are, so. Stay tuned. When we come back. We'll kind of del- delve into that, you know, having some success by accident versus kind of do it on purpose. So stay tuned here. I'm Adam Sunhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini. We're business coaches with Maximum Value Partners, and we can help you get unstuck from that state of how that you're in. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at wintradio.com. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini. We are business coaches with Maximum Value Partners, MVP. What do you think, Yes, Adam? we are. <laughs> <laughs> Very we help calm. People, we help people get unstuck from a state of how. We say it a lot, and we do it a lot. People have these how, these, these vexing how questions that they're trying to work their way out of. But they don't quite look at it like that, and they should. Because they're always asking, how do I do this? How do I do that? We can help them. Give us a call. Adam gives us uh, the, the the path to give us a call. That's right. Our phone, <laughs> phone number here in the studio. Uh, we're here every Monday from noon to 1 Eastern. It's 440-946-9468. 440-946-WINT. Our how question so far today we've been kind of we've been chewing on is how do you know when it's time to overhaul your business? And we were talking a little bit here in the last segment about how to kind of put together a plan, which most owners don't do. Um, some might know how, but most of them don't know how to do it. And uh, most of them may be like 
this client I'm going to talk about here, Jack, who was one of our early on clients. Wait, this, uh, uh, you have me in suspense. I know. Here. I was making, I was teasing you going out you to the were. break and bringing okay. it back. Let's make sure you stay tuned. So, how do you know how to plan? And and again, to, to our point about making money on purpose. And so, we had a client. It was one of our early clients, and they'd brought us on board. Um, they may have been asking this kind of a question, Jack, about overhauling stuff. They were at the point where they were ready to get out of the business. Yeah. They were done. Okay. okay? And so they brought us in to kind of see how that, how that could work. And what happened was we started going through and seeing how they operate the, the company. And wouldn't you know it that every year that, that they were in business, they'd pull together a plan. Now, their plan was basically whether, I, I think it started with a, with a piece of paper. All right, they put, put down a goal. Here's my goal for the year. I want to do X number, you know, in terms of sales. And I think that evolved eventually into a spreadsheet. And they, they, again, every year they would put that, put that down. Here's our goal for the year. And somehow... Magically, every year they would achieve or exceed that plan. Wonderful. That's right. Until. I, I remember those guys very well. Right. Until. <laughs> <laughs> one year. They didn't hit it one year, right? And we said, okay, well, why not? And we said, well, we have no idea. So, in fact, we have no idea how we, were how we <laughs> got the first, you know, the, the, the first 10 plus years of business, how, how it happened. We just know that we, you know, our, our secret sauce was we put it down. And magically, it would just happen. Anybody and, can do that. Right? And I bring it up because I know they're not alone in that. We have we have a newer client that's on board. Okay, it does the same kind of thing in terms of planning. Although this year was the first year they hadn't put together a plan, but then they mentioned it in, in our first meeting what they want the the goal for this year to be. And wouldn't you know it? We talked to them last week. All of a sudden, they've identified basically how they're going to make that plan by hiring by hiring a few people to bring them on board. But they had kind of had taken a similar approach. Well, they, again, I think most owners, again, you know, make sure people in the audience are hearing us right here. Most owners have an idea of what they'd like to do. It may be a little bit fuzzy. It's not. It's not laid down. It's not, it may not be put on a piece of paper. They've got an idea, maybe in their head. Then they Here's say my goal they, for, they they have to plan. They hear it after years of frustration. Then they talk to academia types or people who who have them plan in a way that they can't use the information, don't like the process, so they really don't use it, and often conclude, hey, planning's just a waste of time, where it isn't a waste of time. It's, it's vital for the success of a growing company and the sustainable profits that you want to get from that growing company. You have to plan. You can't just, you know, we could go down to Jack Casino here in Cleveland, and we could... That's a uh, plan. That is a plan. It might even do better than a lot. There's a commercial for that, isn't that? I think it was a commercial. Companies. Well, there's a commercial with a bunch of monkeys doing that, right? And their their, their plan was to buy lottery tickets, right? And also they're showing That's the right. results yeah, and they're years going. Years ago, that yeah, was the, good. Yeah, it was going the wrong direction. What happened? Oh, gee, the plan didn't work out. Well, <clears throat> I, again, I, I think most folks would like to plan. Here's what happens. You know, one of the things we talk about, Jack, in terms of one of the the, 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 the successes we have, and as we screen out people to decide whether they're coachable or not, or whether we're gonna have success with them, is they've had to have success somewhere else in their life okay That's and that right. could be you know they may have had success on the athletic field somewhere and they may have been great in school there's certain things where they've, they've had success and the reason i say that is they know what it looks like they know what it feels like they know what it tastes like to have success if they've never had that success chances are being in business for themselves is not going to be the first time. You know, that's, it's rarely that's the first time that that's the first success. They aren't going to recognize life. it, and you can't. Well, like, what's the, what's the other issue we always have? And, and it's in exactly in the same ballpark. Talking about trying to find good people? That's right. Yeah, what it looks like. But hold on, let me finish my point here. So 
when it comes to a plan, if I've never pulled together a plan and then actually gone and executed against it and see it come to fruition where it goes from being on a piece of paper or being on a spreadsheet somewhere and I see it go from just a bunch of numbers a piece of paper to, to it becomes reality and we actually hit those numbers, the, the elation, the excitement that comes with that, if I've never experienced that, it's very easy for me to kind of, eh, you know, and push it aside. So, well, it's no big deal. Who needs a plan? And I just put it down there and it, it somehow magically sprinkle fairy dust on it, Jack, and magically it'll, it'll become real. Versus you put the time and effort in to get the plan down. Your, your, your best guesses, your best ideas, here it is. I'm putting it down there. And then going and executing that thing and making well, it happen. Well, you just gave the story about our client who, who uh, is going to hit the quarter almost right on the nose. And you've never, you know, we're going to meet with them again tomorrow, but the whole staff has to be giddy right now. Well, they were until you popped the balloon a little bit, Jack. No, we don't know what they were. They were reading (laughs) emails. We'll see them in person. (laughs) They're going to be giddy. I know they are because they've accomplished something real, real. I mean, real good, and it's real. And so what they do now have is an appreciation for planning. And they can't, they can't wait to get into the. I, I know they can't wait to get into the second quarter and see what happens. And the real test will be when these plans don't come about. But that's okay. Right now there's good feeling and the awareness of planning works. Hey, we can do this. That's huge. That, that is undescribably huge. And that's what we like to try to get, those big wow moments and have everyone believe in the system because the system works when done well. Absolutely. It's absolutely fantastic. And so... The, the planning piece can, can be, and it's maybe hard to start with the full year of planning, right? And so you can always plan no matter where you are. Here we are today. It's March 27th, Jack. You can plan out the next month, the next week, today. You don't need to start with, with the next 12 months. That's eventually where you, where you want to get to. This client we're talking about, we've been with them for, for a number of years to get him to that point because it's not natural for him. But you can plan things out. So what's your biggest challenge today? Whatever it's going to be, you can get a plan pulled together to make sure that gets fixed. So whether it be, you know, we've, we have clients that are dealing with, with, with clients of theirs or customers of theirs who are slow paying. Okay, what's the plan to get money on that, you know, to get money out of those people? we got, we got clients, you know, that, that, that have customers of theirs who they need to fire. Okay, well, how do you go about executing that to be able to fire that client, you know, or fire that customer who's, who's not a good fit for you? You know, if you, if you, if you have some debts that, 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 that you're trying to get out of, there's ways to put together a plan to make that start to happen, too, to get you out of that debt. And, so, and it starts with planning. So if you're a, a business owner and you you are driving to work the next morning, what are you thinking about? You should go in and meet your key people or anybody, really. And the operative question should be, what's the plan today? Even in your mind, you know, what's the plan today? What am I going to do? Do I even have one? Or am I going to go in and let the, the uh, emails, texts, and and phone basically determine what I'm going to do today. So many people run like that and then have a random company dealing with random events and the results often, often reflect that and they usually aren't favorable versus a plan. And again, the plan can be at any level. It can be small, it could be more grandiose, but you're going to build up to the grandiose one. But you got a plan, guys. you got a plan. So you start small. So the, the Jack's opening question here for today's show is about how do you know when it's time to overhaul your business? I think that's a very big question to ask and a very daunting task to undertake. To, but 
you know, where do you start? And that's a big part of what we do with our clients. We help take that, you know, people use the analogy of, you know, how do you eat an elephant and it's one bite at a time kind of thing. Okay, well, if, if I have to overhaul my business or change it totally, that's a, that's a humongous elephant sitting there, Jack, that I just want to kind of ignore and look the other way and try to figure out something else other than having to try to tackle that thing. But if I know how to go about starting, uh, it's it funny, I was talking to, to, to a guy today, he mentioned, he said, you know, if I'm going to go climb Mount Everest, I want to have a Sherpa with me along the way because they've been there before. They know what they're doing. And so that's kind of how I would see you guys. Said, that's okay. right. That's, that's exactly what we do. Yeah. And so we help, we help our clients. We're the business Sherpas, for lack of a better <laughs> term, to help them along. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I don't want to fall off the side of the mountain. I said, well, usually it's not that much of life and death. I mean, it could feel like that some days, but usually it's not as, as life-threatening we'll potentially a, we'll as, a, as an avalanche. Yeah, you won't fall. <laughs> right. That's right. We've helped many <laughs> like that, too. But it's kind of knowing where to start. So to, you can plan the simple things. You know, to your point, Jack, to, to plan. What's today's plan? Now, if you don't have the plan as the owner, well, what the heck's the rest of your team going to do? Because if you're not operating that way, they surely aren't operating that way. They're taking your lead. So if you're fighting by fire here in terms of who's calling first with this or that, and that's, that's how your day is going to be done, okay, versus, hey, I want to accomplish that, certain Isn't that today. a simple question, Adam? I mean, it really is a simple question, but a very powerful one. What's the plan today? Everybody should know what the plan is. And it's amazing how many people, owners of businesses throughout key employees, how many people do not think like that. It's fundamental to success. Fundamental. It's one of those dirty four-letter words, Jack. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Which one? Plan. Oh. P-L-A-N, plan, right? <laughs> That's right. That's what we're talking about. What are you talking about? Uh, Going through George Carlin through your mind. Huh? The something seven, else yeah. crossed my mind. Yeah, I know. That's all right. So that's the, that's the dirty P word that we have to worry about here, right? That's one of the dirty secrets of small businesses. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so, again, Those four-letter words. Part of what we do with, the, with, with a lot of our, you know, probably with every one of our clients, depending on the situation and, and, and where they're at, is we help to inspire and encourage and, and show them that whatever they're facing, whatever they've been through, whatever is in front of them, there's a way through it, and it starts with the plan. We'll ask them, well, what's the plan to get through? What's the next steps to kind of plan to go through it? And if they have a good plan laid out and thought through, they talk it through with us. We say, okay, here's how you go. Let's go execute. What's the first step? Often they don't have a plan, so we help them start to pull that plan together. Hey, if you think about this or think about that, here's ways. Because, again, we've, it's rare that they're going to present something that happens there it's, that, 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 that they're facing that we haven't been through personally hundreds of times or through with, with one of our clients hundreds of times. And so we have the answers very quickly. And all of a sudden they go from being on the edge to very calm within a half an hour, an hour. It's amazing. Yeah. When, when you frame it right, absolutely it is. You have options, and the options can be good ones. Even if you have to shut down, if you do it right, it doesn't have to be a devastating event. And you can re redeploy your company and your resources and get into a whole different direction. Those are not as daunting as they may seem when you're trying to do it alone. We've done it many times and coached many times. All right, when we come back from break, we'll be, we'll be finishing up on this topic, and we'll be making an announcement for our, our show coming up next week. It's something that's a little bit different here for Dirty Secrets of Small Business, so stay tuned for that. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners, MVP. We're business coaches, and we help owners of small businesses get unstuck from a state of how. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sunhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners, MVP. We're business coaches, and we can help you, the small business owner out there who's listening today. 
we can help you with any how question that you might have regarding your business. How do I do this? How do I do that? We're experts, honest to God. We're experts at framing the issue for you and helping you through it in ways that you can't imagine. That's right. The how question we've been banting back and forth here today is how do you know if it's time to overhaul your business? And we've given you some different options on that. And if you have some thoughts or questions about that, you can reach us here. Uh, we're live here in the studio from noon to 1 Eastern at 440-946-9468. If you don't happen to catch us when we're here in the studio, you can get us also uh, by email at radio at MaximumVP.com. Or we're available by phone outside of uh, noon to 1 Eastern here at 877-849-0670. So lots of ways to get a hold of us if that's something that you're wrestling with. And we've been talking about, and the question Jack opened up with is kind of one of those that hits you in the gut real quick and not real uplifting, right, in terms of kind of get kind of negative real quick not or that, that, a, that cloud. A four-letter word, yeah. not unless you have that. That's, where, that's right. That's where well, not, not many four-letter <laughs> words that we want to mention here, but there is one. What is that? Right, word? which is the, 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 the four letter <laughs> P word, uh, which is plan, <laughs> P L A N, um, can help get you out of there. And, and it, it's planning, starting with if, you, if you're not a planner, which most owners we understand are not, start with today. What's the plan for today? What's the plan to be able to make money today or bring money into the business today? If you start as simply as that, it becomes very doable. And we have a lot of clients where they, they'll think longer term. They'll think about this month or this year, five, 10 year increments, but they often get down to day to day. What am I doing today? Because they know that the that the, the activities today are going to help to make that plan that I've got for this week or this month or this year happen. And if I don't do those things today, the plan doesn't just, well, it does sometimes magically happen by just putting it down. But it usually doesn't happen by magically just putting down a goal as far as what you want to do. you got to make it happen. you got to do the things that are going to make that well, plan let me, happen. Let me uh, give our audience out here a suggestion. While well, you're driving in again today, it's a long drive. You think about your planning or lack thereof. And when you get to your, your place of business, bring in your key employees or your partner or whoever you may have, one or two people, and sit down and say, hey, I was listening to a guy today, and he suggested that we kind of uh, talk to each other about a plan. Hey, we don't have plans, or we do have plans, but they're pretty bad. How can we make them better? And talk to these people. Put, put ideas down, sort of uh, what are we going to do tomorrow? Are we making profits? you got to know a few things. And you as the owner can ask those questions. Geez, you know, I don't know these things. Well, how do I find out? How do I start to run my company smarter? That's what we'd like to do. We'd, we'd, you know, that's what we do, and we'd like you guys to kind of embrace that idea because that's a key to success defined as growing sustainable profits. That's how you do it, folks. So let me give you a quick warning before you go do that. Or just make sure you're aware of it, okay? So if you're coming <laughs> in to me as the owner and asking me what, what my plan is for today, guess what my question for you is going to be? Well, you don't, you don't start with that. You start with a little bit of a humble pie uh, approach to saying, look, guys, we don't do planning very good in this company, and that's on me. How do we get better? What are your ideas? Here's a couple that I have. What do you guys have? That works a little bit better. Doesn't show you as uh, doesn't doesn't put you in that autocratic uh, dumping on them kind of approach. It puts you in a way that you're looking for solutions and you want to use your team to help you get out of whatever box you feel you're in right now. But that's a that's a first step and it's a great first step to start to uh, uh, lay the tracks for planning. 
Well, I guess my point was if, if you're going to ask them what their plan is, you got to be ready to answer that question for yourself, too. No, I'm saying don't ask. Don't, don't, ask, don't ask what that. their plan is. Just say collectively at, at the that. outset. Yeah. We don't do planning very well here because I certainly, as the leader, don't really understand how to do it well. And I'm going to guess you guys don't either, or maybe you do. What do you think? How can we start this process rolling? And it's one of those collective efforts that nobody has the right answer, but you're all going to think about it and come back tomorrow or the next day. And you can start. You can start if you are committed to really trying to, to do planning for your business. You can start very small. And that's okay. That's how all things start, very small. But you're probably way better at it than you think. And if you can get a little framework going, it starts to roll up pretty good and it gets exciting, especially when you put a plan together and you hit it. My God, there's almost nothing better than that. Almost. Almost. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, <clears throat> yeah, it's a, it's a, it can be one of those dirty four-letter words, but it's a very important word. And it's as we talk about what the job description of every owner is, it starts with them, and it should fil filter down to the rest of the organization. But it starts with the owner, and it's three words. Three words. And they're not all four-letter words. Just that first one's a four-letter word, which is the plan part of it. That's number one, because if we don't have a plan, the other two don't work. But the three-letter job, uh, the three-letter, three words, sorry, job description for the owner is a plan, direct, and control. So if there's no plan, I can't direct any activity. If I have a plan, okay, I can now direct what's going on. I can direct it, but I'm not going to direct it efficiently, usually, and I'm not going to direct it effectively, usually. That plan is what gives it the framework and the body to, to move forward with success. Otherwise, it's random. It's random stuff right. for the most part. And then control is, I, is through a series of reporting and meetings. So let me give you a very simple example. If I come into you today, Jack, and, 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 and I say, okay, here's my plan. My plan for today is to add, is to add a new customer today, Jack. Hey, that's a great plan. I like that kind of plan. Let's talk more. Well, how are you going to do that? I'm now directing you, right? How are we going to get that new that, that, that new customer? What things are you going to do in order for us to get a new customer? Well, uh, you're asking a question. Directing I'm going back and forth. going to tell me how to do it. Well, again, you, you can direct a lot by asking questions. Mm -hmm. I always ask questions. I, I, you know, I want to see how you present to me, right? So if, if the answer is, hey, I'm going to go back through our, our old customer list and get one of those folks kind of come back in here, or I've got six prospects over here, whatever it might be, I want to hear there's things that you're going to do. If they aren't, okay, I have to give you, if, if you don't have a good idea of what you want to do, I've got to direct some activity And you're the there. well of knowledge, that's right. Okay. <clears throat> that's right, because as the owner, you tend to know everything, right? Isn't that's that what right. we always tell everybody? Okay, that's, that's what people right. think that, that that's the case. All right. And the control piece comes through, okay, let's meet on this again tomorrow and see how you did. And all of a sudden, I'm setting that up, and... and it's one of the magic uh, of what we do with our coaching. People will joke about the fact that, hey, they, they, you know, whatever homework we gave them between our, our, our last meeting and this meeting, they may have done it last night or this morning. And we're fine with that because at the end of the day, creating those deadlines and have the, having that control in place gets things done. If I don't have a follow-up meeting with you, well, you'll let it drift probably to some, some, some other time. Mm -hmm. The key is getting that focus on here's a deadline and getting it done by then, at least moving it along. And I guarantee you'll have some movement between now and then. If you have that deadline set, which is a very, very good way to go about doing it. So the plan direct control can be that simple. It can be that simple. That's right. It can. People are afraid of making mistakes, which, uh, hey, that leads me to ask, uh, who's our guest going to be yes. next week here? Oh, what a transition, Jack. Speaking of mistakes. <clears throat> so as part of our, our Dirty Secrets of Small Business, we're going to have a, uh, our, a guest in here next week. Uh, her name is Marsha Pledger. You know, some, of the, some of you here in the Cleveland area may recognize her name. 
She's been a business reporter and is also an author, but she's been a reporter for a number of years. In fact, she had a regularly running column for probably about 10 years. I'll get the exact numbers when we we talk to her next week. But Mm -hmm. um, where it was either weekly or biweekly. And what she did, is the, the, the title of the article was My Biggest Mistake. And so picture this. She got a bunch of small business owners to open up to her and share with her what the biggest mistakes were that, that they've made and how they dealt with it. So she got a lot of good, dirty secrets there. And I guarantee you there are lots of things that she hadn't published. And we're going to kind of dig into those a little bit next we're week, too. We're going to try to pull those out of her. That's right. Right. So, yeah, she's. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to this. She's She's a... Uh, a bright gal and, and has some great experience for this dirty secrets of small business, that's for sure. That's right. So we'll have her live in the studio here next week, so be sure to tune in for that. And we want to thank you again for joining us on today's edition of Dirty Secrets of Small Business. And if you want to reach out to us between uh, now and the next show, you can get us via email, radio at MaximumVP.com, or give us a call at 877-849-0670. So learn more Dirty Secrets of Small Business uh, next Monday at noon. And again, we'll have Marsha Pledger on there. Thanks for listening on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at wintradio.com.